Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And today is part two of Tanya and Bill's interview. So like we said last week, we, we wanted to cut it up into two pieces, because or two parts, I should say, because we spoke for two hours. And it was all super great, creepy content. So we wanted to make sure you guys had it, but didn't have to listen to like a three hour long episode. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, if y'all enjoyed that first one. Uh, I mean, I think I feel like we said this with Bill and, and Rob's episode, yeah. you or Robin Bill's episode. But like, if you guys enjoyed that first part, like the second part is just as good. It, it just, I just got chill. Like, I don't even, I don't know, I don't know why. I just got chills when I said that, and, and I'm not even saying it just for effect. Like, I literally just got chills because I was like thinking about some of the stuff that they were talking about, and yeah, so. If you enjoyed the first one, you're going to love the second one as well. So here we go with part two of Tanya and Bill. I mean, I know it's not like the house related, but also my 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 TV dream. Oh, that was, yeah. That was a good one. I, I should bring that up. <clears throat> yes. I was just going to say, um, I think you would, you guys would also be very interested in listening to uh, the episode with Wajid because it's a, a lot of what you all are talking about kind of, you know, coincides with gotta figure out what episode saying. number that was i'll find it dude don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> well, before i get back to my house hauntings i'll just no, say yes. that um and it it's i'm skipping over like now like i'm around um 12 13 um i used to have this recurring dream it happened every wednesday night now mind you i i dream very vividly um i have i used to uh, dream where like kind of like a TV. So if I didn't like the dream I was in, I blinked my mm. eyes three times. I switch over to a different dream. I can do that back and forth. So like as if you're flipping through TV channels, I can flip through my dreams, and then I go back and it's 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 a little bit further in, but it's still the a different dream. And I used to do that all the time. I thought everyone dreamed like that, mm. um, but I used to have a recurring dream. Um, it was every Wednesday night. It had an introduction. It kind of like those 90 TV shows. So you have like the music oh. and intro. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing every Wednesday. Um, the actors, uh, it, it followed a storyline, a consistent storyline. So from one Wednesday, one week to the next, it followed. Um, it was about like, it was a futuristic dream about these two detectives and the world, the, the um, earth was kind of like uh, being attacked by monsters and stuff. And then there was like this underground government, and stuff like that. It was really awesome. <laughs> and it is, I call it my favorite TV show that never existed. And it had a consistent storyline. It had ending credits. It had reruns during the summer. WandaVision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what and, I was thinking. And I remember like every Thursday morning walking down the, to the bus stop with my friend. She's like, what happened this week? Oh my god, what happened? Oh my gosh! And and then it only lasted for one year. I had it after that summer after the reruns, it was gone. I'm like, what did they do? Cancel it? It, it <laughs> yeah. must have been on Fox. It was only allowed but to go. There you go. Season. I remember. Yeah. I, I especially remember the first episode. I remember it like. And they always say like, you dream. The people that you see in your dreams, you probably have seen them in real life. Mm -hmm. And I always kept that kind of close to me. And I have yet to see anybody that resembles like actors or anything like that, that resemble the people that were in my dream. Yeah. Um, but I had everything. I had like closing credits. I They had names. 
That's people, crazy. Like, it, it was insane. And it was That's so awesome. awesome. I wish I can dream like that again. I, I yeah. don't have that ability, but I wish I can do that again. Because, But I, I actually want could. to write that book because I'm like, yes, a yeah. good <laughs> Yeah. You should. And then you can claim that. TM, TM, TM. Yeah, Don't. until the other dimension, like, you know, sends yeah. you copyright. There you go. <laughs> Imagine, that'd be so crazy. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you just get, like, like uh, in your dream, though. Yeah, you're, like, uh, you're getting sued you're getting for sued. Uh, <laughs> copyright infringement yeah. in yeah. this other dimension. Oh, that'd my be great. God, that's hilarious. That's a movie in and of itself. It's a movie. Yeah, 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 seriously. That's the uh, twist at the end of the movie that you're, like, wait, what the fuck? Where are we now? That'd be great. Yeah, you're getting sued. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, going forward. Um, and remember, I, I told you before, like, I'm not always really scared. Uh, but not, everything up to that point probably never really scared me. Um, maybe gave me the creeps, but never scared me. So my first real terrifying experience happened around 15 years old. Um, uh, mind you, this house is old as hell. You hear every creak, every door. I hear my mother next door. You hear everything. And that's something that it, it just is. This house is old. Um, I remember it was probably maybe March. Um, I remember the days were still getting short. So around five, six o'clock, it still got dark. But it wasn't snowing. It was raining. Um, so it was probably around that time period. I come home from school. Um, my mom had to take my grandmother to a doctor's appointment and my brother was going to karate class. So I was going to be by myself. My grandfather was on second shift. So that means he was gone out of the house from two to 11. And I'm like, okay. And that was no big deal. I was used to being by myself. I must've did my thing and I ended up falling asleep and I woke up to a dark, quiet house. It was pouring rainy. It was thundering and lightning. This was a day before cell phones were really popular. I had dial-up internet, so you know how that went. You couldn't yeah. go on online. Yeah. Um, and that was fine. Um, and something, I, I was lucky. I was the only person in the house that had a door to my bedroom that locked. And that was my saving grace, that that lock on my door was my sanctuary. That room was mine. And I'm so thankful for that lock at that moment. And I remember I, maybe it was only a few minutes after I woke up and I was turning on my light and everything. And I heard my front door open and it was, a, I used to have this wooden front door. It was very distinct. You heard it open. There's no mistake in it. And I'm like, oh, they're home. And I call, I opened my door. I went to the top of the stairs. I'm like, these guys need help getting groceries in. And I didn't hear anything. And I'm thinking, okay, that's weird. And I'm listening for a little bit. And normally our, we had greyhounds. And normally you would hear the dogs shuffling. And obviously someone's home. But I didn't hear anything. So I'm like, hmm, that's odd. All right, well, I'll go back into my room. And if my mom needs me, she'll call me up. And I shut my door. And then I, at the time, I had two cats, Tiger and Delilah. And they lived in my room. They loved my room. And they didn't like the dogs, so they kind of stayed in my room. And I remember my cat, Delilah, she started, she came to the top of my, the, the edge of my bed and my cat, Tiger, started pacing by my door. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of freaky. They never really did that before. And at the same time, I start hearing shuffling downstairs. And then I hear footsteps coming up the stairs. And again, it's very distinct. You know when someone's walking up and down my stairs. And 
I'm terrified. I'm, I'm like, well, what the, who the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Who's coming? Is there a true, an intruder? Like, does someone break into my house? And then what freaked me out the most was I saw my doorknob twist. Mm-hmm. And I froze. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps now. I hate telling the story. It scares the hell out of me. I vividly saw my, my doorknob twist. And I'm thinking, thank God I locked it. They can't get in. The door is locked. And then I hear footsteps going down the hallway into the bathroom. And you can hear the bathroom light click on. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Bathroom light click off. Footsteps to my door. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Down the stairs. Out the door. Shut. This went on. To me, it felt like eternity. Because it wasn't like it was going back and forth, back and forth. There were pauses. So maybe I would have a 15 minute break of hearing it, but then it went back in the same cycle, door open, up the stairs, jiggle my doorknob, down the hall, bathroom light on, bathroom light off, and and back it went. My cats were pacing at the door, Mm. like back and forth. And I always followed that belief that animals hold a key to the spiritual realm. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, my cats are protecting me. Like, I'm leaving them there. They're protecting me. And I was shaken and I was terrified and I was crying and I had no one to reach out. I couldn't call my mom on the cell phone. It was raining. I couldn't even get on online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember she called. They were at the grocery store and usually, you know, the pay phones and stuff. She called and I'm like, get home now. Get home and she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, something is going on. And I, I don't want to be in this house anymore. I need you to come home. And she must have heard me practically crying. Yeah. She got home within 15 minutes. And she's ringing the doorbell, ringing the doorbell. I'm like, right, just walk in the house already. And then I remembered that we had chain locks on the door. No way. So oh, obviously God, before no. they left, I would, <laughs> oh, cha- yeah. I would chain the lock and then lock the door. I had to go out of that room and open up the chain lock. I that took every ounce in me to run down the stairs and open the door because of the chain no. lock. Now, being the person I am, I have tried to debunk it a lot, and I have debunked certain things, like hearing things and how how my house echoes noises. But there has never been anybody in the house that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can say the dogs walking around could be footsteps, but how do I explain my doorknob jiggling? Yeah. And if I heard something next door, that meant there was someone next door walking mm-hmm. around. Um, and then maybe that summer, it was a few months afterwards, it was summertime. It was before Memorial Day because we were getting the pool ready. And everyone was outside. My mother, my grandmother, my little brother, my grandfather. They were all outside. I was in my room because I was one of those teenagers. I didn't want to be bothered with nobody. My door was shut. And then I hear boom, boom, boom right on my door. And I went to go open it. And I something stopped me. And I ran to my window. And I looked out. And I counted everyone that was in the yard. And I remember, like, I'm like, there's no one in the house. Mm-mm. How the hell, who was banging on my door? So I remember opening the window and shouting down to my mom to come in the house because I was not leaving the room. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been times like that where I've been chased out of the house. 
I get the sensation that something's chasing after me. I've been chased down from the attic. I've been chased down the hallway. I've never seen it, but the force was so heavy Mm -hmm. and like you said, manipulant that it chased me out of the house. I I even, when my son was a baby, I remember just sitting in this room and the same sensation. I remember just grabbing him out of his, his swing and running over next door because I felt that wave of something. Yeah. I I was going to say like, whether it was paranormal or some crazy person in your house, like it's terrifying either way. And then you're like, oh, no, but there's a chain. So, like, not even my mom could get in. I was like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> like, that <laughs> like, that's even worse than yeah, an actual person being there. Um, that's yeah, the, like, first, that's... the first time she told me that story, as she's telling it, I'm just like, well, yeah, somebody broke into the house, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she told me about the chain. I'm like, oh. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. No one broke into the house. Uh, no. Well, and then the but fact the, that, the you know, kids it's kind are of still again. hearing. Yeah, the kids still hear people walking around and, yeah. and voices. They call. We call our other mother. They hear me call. And that's something I'll get into, too, the doppelgangers I, that come around. and Yeah, I haven't heard it yet myself, but I've been here when the kids have heard it. And, and they've come down and said, what do you want? Oh, yeah. God. Now She a, never said anything. A bit of yeah. history. Um, I said that my grandfather moved into this house with his mother. His mother was one of those very um, helicopter moms. Mm. That was her her pride and joy, her precious. She loved this house. When my grandfather married my grandmother, now mind you, my grandmother already had adult children. She took my grandmother. She hated my grandmother. She hated her. So she took that as a threat. And apparently, from what I understand, when my mom was almost ready to have me, she chased my mom, I think through the attic, with a pair of scissors and was going to try to cut me out. She was trying to stab wow. my mom. She started having dementia in her, her late uh, her late stages. So she was threatening to, to kill me. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> um, but I always wonder, like, maybe it's, you know, Grandma Cinco waiting, you know, wanting to, you know, take her house back. Yeah. And targeting I'm me. <laughs> pr- pretty sure we've connected with her during investigations here, too. Hmm. I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, and because, you know, I was going to or I was thinking, or I was going to say too, when you're like, oh, I think we have good and bad. It's like, I've heard of people. Yeah. Like there's those bad spirits or whatever, but then they have those good spirits or whether it was like family members or something kind of protecting them from the bad. Do you feel like it's kind of that dynamic of like, you know, I I feel like there's, I feel that there's a dark, I think I've come to the conclusion that there is the, whatever darkness is here is not a human spirit. And it doesn't mm, like me. It doesn't, (laughs) it hates Bill. Wow. But it it the more um the more negative energy you feed it, the more activity you are gonna see. Um, mm. that's why I don't see so much now because it's not so much negative. There's not, but there's been times like I mean in my adulthood, I and I mind you, I've lived in this house my whole life, so I went through every stage um, in this house. Um, going into my adulthood. When I, you know, I married my ex-husband and, you know, having children here and it, it wasn't always a happy marriage. And I had a lot of depression internal, you know, I had mental issues and stuff like that. And I believe the house fed off that. It it, yeah. it drained me. It drained me horrifically to the point where like, you know, I dread it coming home. Um, I, I would just pull up to the front to the house and I, I wanted I was on a rage. I start raging. 
Um, and the house still has that effect on me from time to time. It knows how to push my buttons. And it seems that that's a common occurrence that there's this, the house has its own spirit and it, it knows how to trigger things. It knows how to get negativity. That's one of the reasons it doesn't like me is that it can't, well, so far it hasn't been able to get under my skin. Uh, It hasn't caused any fights between us. Um, When I'm around generally that everyone in the house is typically in a pretty good mood. Um, I'm doing a lot to fix up the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I've remodeled both of their kids' rooms. Uh, like I mentioned, I was doing the, the electricity over the weekend. I still got some more work to do. We're cleaning up the yard and all that. And, and I'm, I've been doing a lot to try to bring in a lot of positivity and stuff. And, and I'm pretty sure that's why it doesn't like me. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm it gonna... also doesn't mess with me either. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it tried. And it yeah. failed, and it has not tried again since. God, I wish I had Bill's like nerves of steel. Balls, man. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it did. It 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 pissed me off, and okay. I, I was I was uh, redoing her son's room. Uh, the, the the kids were out of the house for a few weeks. They went on to visit their father, so I was remodeling his room, and everything was going wrong for for a week. Everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. The 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 walls weren't straight. The The paint wasn't working right. Um, how many times did I have to go to Lowe's to rebuy stuff? And, a lot. Mm. Uh, and so I'm putting that on the floor. I, I've had it. I, I'm, it's been bugging me all week. I'm in a follow mood to begin with. <clears throat> uh, her and her mother came running up into the room a couple of times oh my God. <laughs> thinking I was hurt when really I was just yelling at whatever. I thought you could cut in. his hand off or something. Oh I, I was like... just yelling at whatever's in the house. Yeah. And uh, so I'm trying to put the, it was the the laminate flooring that snaps together. I was putting that in the, in the, the room and there's two pieces that no matter what I did, they would not fit together. Th- there was no reason for them not to fit together. They just wouldn't. And finally, I just got really, really pissed. And I started yelling and screaming at, she comes running upstairs and said, do you have any sage? She goes, no. I'm like, all right, give me the cinnamon stick. Cause I knew she had those. So she gets me a cinnamon stick. I light it and I start cleansing the room. And uh, I, I told it, I said, look, you're, you're not going to stop me. I don't care if you burn this house down. I will rebuild it just to finish this room, just to piss you <laughs> off. You're messing oh with the God. wrong person. So I am start cleansing it. And I had music playing. And the, the song Judith by Perfect Circle came on, which if you're not familiar with it, uh, it is, is not a very pro-God song. Uh, but like the song that was playing stopped halfway through it and this song came on and I just stopped. I'm like, wow, nice touch. You're still leaving, but nice touch. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so I shut the music off and I, and I, and I, I'm really big into, to Vikings and, and the Norse stuff and all that. So I put on some, some, uh, Viking chants and stuff and listen to that while I'm cleansing through the room. And when I was done, those two pieces that would not fit together oh my gosh. slid together more easily than any other pieces the rest <laughs> of the, the time. I, I have not had a problem finishing up that room. Um, when I was all done with the room, I cleansed the entire second floor. With, with I brought Sage down and did the, the whole second floor. And um, yeah, it hasn't messed with me since. I, I don't know if it's lying in wait and waiting for yeah. an opportunity or, or, or if it's decided not to try to mess with me. Um, but yeah, that was, yeah. that was fun. <laughs> that, that was fun. I, I was going to ask, so your grandma, uh, is your grandmother, right? The, the one that the, the helicopter mom. 
No, that was my grandfather's grandmother. Oh, okay. Was, my grandfather's mother. I'm sorry. Mother. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's so... my step. He is my step grandfather. So he married my grandmother when she, you know, I, she had. Well, my mother was already an adult, so they married oh, late okay. in life. But for the most part, it was just him and his mother here. So it was. So was. Oh, okay, so then they wouldn't know if like she was already kind of like a negative person before she being was. In the, she, she was. She, oh, from okay. what I heard, she was really crotchety, um, and she was like that type of mom. Like that was her precious little son. No one, no one was good enough for her baby. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering if maybe like the the evil, you know, or that there yeah, there goes again. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to communicate. We'll see. Um, that uh, evilness was something that maybe caused her to be this way, or if it was, you know, just you know, I, I'm just trying. To- well, yeah, it could like be. the house was evil, or that that the thing that you're saying that's like not human, like, like kind of yeah, whatever it was, kind of transformed her, and I I believe that because it happened to me too. It mm-hmm. it, it happened. Um, going into my adulthood, more experiences happened. But there were a lot of negative experiences. Um, Sorry, I, I, it it just 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 popped in my head um, after that whole thing with with Q's room. Mm-hmm. After they got back and he was in the room for a little bit, um, the, we were over at my house and he called her and asked her what she knew about Jin. And, huh. and we Jin, we had just like the genies like, like yeah, genies. genies. Oh, okay. And and so we we had just got done reading a book about them, and so we we told him what we knew, and we asked, "Why are you asking?" And he goes, "Well, I fell asleep and I had a dream, and there there was a uh, a dark figure in the house in his room, and he told him that that it had leave, and so it crawled out the window and up the wall." And, and, and then he, no. he woke up, he woke up and called, called Tanya. And, and I asked him, I said, well, did it say it was a gin? He goes, no. Then, then why are you asking about gin? He goes, I don't know. That's just what that I felt like thing. I needed to ask I about. Remember. Oh my God. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is related or not, but there is a Middle Eastern family across the street. <clears throat> Mm. So I don't know if that's related or if it's just coincidence. Yeah. But. So that it makes me think like because I've had friends. Who I'm like, hey, let's go watch this horror movie or let's go do this and that. Like, well, if you talk about it, if you watch it, if you whatever, you're inviting it in. Like, I almost, I've always been like bullshit. But now that you're like, we just finished reading a book, and now my son's yeah. that's exactly a belief. Yeah, I just yeah. have to tell you about that, right? Yeah, it, it was it was a, a a warning in the book. Even oh my that, god! That the just, more you know about Jin, the more the, the more likely you are to be attacked. Just by like it. black eyed children. The, yeah, I was about to say that. Them. Black eyed children. <laughs> I, 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 whenever that pops in the my yeah. do I work? I work where I work at. I work in a house. It's in the woods. Yeah. And for some reason, every time I go into the garage, I'm like, oh my god! I hope the black eyed children don't come into this garage. And I'm like, no, I have. I can't think of them yet. I have yeah. to make sure I'm secured in the house. You, you know, you know why I have that in my head is because of Astonishing Legends, Bill. Yeah. We were talking about it because, like, I don't, I can't oh, yeah. remember if it's at the beginning or at the end of their Black Eyed Children's. Well, it was like a multi multi part series, but they're like, and you know what they say? If you know about Black Eyed Kids, like, you'll have an experience. Obviously, I'm butchering it, but like, 
I remember yeah. hearing that. I'm like, fuck. You think I'm about it. See, it yeah. Yep. I'm going to see a black eyed kid. Yeah. But yeah. Like, so like a lot of the, the more like, especially in like, and I'm going to get to Timmy like soon. Um, <laughs> the more harsher experiences. Now, so much didn't happen to me in my adulthood, but I believe they happened because of me. Um, like I said, um, I, I got married very, uh, when I turned 18, my whole world shattered. My grandmother died of cancer. She had like months to live. Um, it, that came suddenly. She was sick, but it, it she, she had an aortic aneurysm. They called it the elephant's trunk. It literally was wrapped around her. She had like this huge surgery for that time. Um, and so her immune system and everything was kind of shot after that. And they gave her 10 years to live. And it was almost 10 years to that day that she died. Um, but she got cancer suddenly. She was my rock. She was my, 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 she was everything to me. Um, so she got cancer. She was dying. She was up in my, now my daughter's room. That's where she wanted to spend her last days. Um, so we were taking care of her. Um, I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> I had to drop out of college cause I was sick as a dog. I was constantly thrown up. So I spent my days with her and you know, me and my, he was my, my fiance at the time. We're not getting along. Just everything was just kind of really neg- everything negative. He never got along with my mom. They're always butting heads. And that's when weird, more weird stuff started to happen. Um, <clears throat> I know, you know, so going off of that started building a huge depression for me. Huge. Like I was really in a bad world, bad headspace. And I was just angry and hurt and mad all the time. And this house caused it this being here caused it. Um, I was always finding things wrong. Like nothing was ever right. It smelled, it was dirty. It was, I was angry. I was like, I can never clean it enough. Um, I hate it being here. And it felt like the more I fell into that depression, the more stuff happened. Um, I know a big thing was they used to see me walk around the house when I wasn't here. Apparently my grandmother and my grandfather, when my grandmother passed away, my mother moved next door to be at my grandfather and they used to see me walk the hallways. They would think I'm over there. And then I would come over a little bit while and they're like, we just saw you upstairs. You know, like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, no, I just got home from work or something. Um, and my, my ex-husband used to see me if he fell asleep on this, you know, in this room, he would wake up and he would see me standing in the doorway right here talking, mumbling stuff. And he's like, but it wasn't you. It looked like you, but it wasn't you. And that's where other mother came because the kids, when they were older, used to say, even to this day, my son will come out of his room. What'd you want? I'm like, I never called you. There's a voice that calls my kids in my voice. I, the more you talk. Okay. So that, that day that you woke up and you didn't feel like you were you. Like, I'm like, honest. Like, that was exactly us, what I was thinking. I'm like, right whatever it was took over <clears throat> you and now you're stuck in the, I can't remember what they call it in that movie, but like, it's, you're, it's switched out and that's why you don't feel like you and that's why you're still walking the halls when you're not there or your kids are seeing you. And, and that's funny because that's what we used to talk about. Like, when I was, I would talk about it, um, I would say, like, I, 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 I'm not me. Like, well, I, there's another me inside of me that isn't yeah. the real me. Um, and 
because of the depression and stuff, I became, I, I stopped believing in everything. Like everything mm-hmm. I grew up with, I was like, oh no, that doesn't exist. I became a huge skeptic. I believe the house wanted me to. I believe that that was part of it, that it didn't want me to believe in anything anymore. I was a shell. By the time, yeah. I mean, I was coming out of it before I met Bill, but um, after my after my separation, I I was like, who am I? I'm, I'm empty. I'm literally an empty shell. I don't know anything. I don't even know what I believe. I don't know what I feel. I don't know nothing. So over those years, and that was like 16 years worth of, of this, mm-hmm. I was drained. I was so drained. Like you could be like, what's your favorite color? I don't know. Yeah. You, know? you know, what do you like to do? Nothing. Like I had nothing. Um, but it seemed like in my darkest and deepest moments is when they saw me walking around. And apparently I used to communicate with my ex-husband and he's like, I, he's like, you wake up and he's like, you're standing right there. And they always saw me in this white gown or this white dress, my it's hair down. A white gown. Yeah. Oh, it's also a white gown. Well, it's always a white gown. Why not? Um, but yeah, that's, that's something that always happened throughout my adulthood. Um, another thing before I bring up the Timmy, because the Timmy happened with the kids. Um, but I was thinking about, you said something, but. There's also a void in the house, which is kind of funny. I have lost, when I was a teenager, I remember oh, I had $200 yes. and I was <clears throat> on my bed and I had it sprayed out and I was like, ooh, my money, you know? Yeah. And I went to the bathroom, I came back and it was gone. Uh, there was, it was not on the floor. It was not, it, it was just, again, me and my grandmother in the house. I know she didn't take it. I blamed my brother for the longest of time because he was a jerk to me. I was a jerk <laughs> to him too. But I used to think I had holes in my door from him kicking it. So I used to think that he took my $200 and shoved it in the, the door. And when we we're me and my ex were remodeling, we tore the door down and we literally tore it apart. My money wasn't there. Um, I've lost a set of car keys. And then when I got with him, he went to my car one day, came in. She she has a bowl right was, where the computer right, is right, oh right now. There's usually a bowl there. I put the keys in the bowl. And then I walked into the kitchen. And I said, where's my keys? He's like, they're out there. We walked back in. Gone. Gone. And we literally retraced steps. We took the couches apart. Could not find the keys. And then just recently, when he was downstairs doing my electric, he dropped his screw. What was it? Your screwdriver? My screwdriver. One of my favorite screwdrivers. And and it is actually two pieces. The the head could come out of the handle. Oh, yeah. And it it hit the ground. It fell out of my my, uh, belt. It, It hit the ground. And I reached over to grab the handle, put that back in my belt. I go to reach down the head. And it's it's not like a small, like one of those small heads. Yeah. It's about six inches long. And it has a big piece of black plastic in the middle because it's flat head on one side, Phillips on the other. It's not there. It's gone. I, I, it, there, there's only a couple of pieces of, of like those big Tupperware totes. I moved, mm-hmm. I picked them, I moved them to the other side of the the, the basement. It's It's gone. I spent a good half hour looking for this because it's my favorite screwdriver. Gone. So this this stuff happens. You, you know what? That that's that's the fae messing with you because you picked that leaf when you were a child. I did, <laughs> and they still. I know. I used to call them the trolls. I'm like the trolls stole my money. Yeah. I want my money back. I'm hoping one day it will appear when I That'd probably need it. Like I when want you need my, it most, yeah. And the I hope there's is. interest involved in that because yeah. that was like two hundred dollars, and I want my car keys. Like yeah. they know I don't like losing my car keys, oh and now I'm gosh. down to one set, and I may lose that. 
I'm not allowed That's to touch sweet. your car keys. Yeah, anymore. he's not allowed to touch my car. <laughs> I, I want them in my hand when he yeah. hands them to me. And I mean, I, yeah, I guess you could chalk some of this stuff off to like, you know, maybe it got thrown away or something like that. But he literally walked from my car to the kitchen. It's a straight thing. Yeah. It, where could he have done with them? Like, yeah. where could they have gone? It, and your and Izzy was in this room. It, yeah, Izzy was in this room, and she didn't take them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> similar That's similar funny. stuff has happened, but it's like, usually I know the stereotype is like, well, that no, but I was gonna say the stereotype is like a husband can never find anything, and then his wife comes in and finds that thing that mm-hmm. you know he was looking for that he couldn't find that was right in front of his face. Well, the same thing has happened to. Um, my wife so she's like looking for something and then um she she comes and she's like i can't find my like phone or whatever and i'm like oh, okay yeah and then usually i'm the one that can't find anything so then i go and i find it and she and then she goes where was it and i was like it's right here <laughs> and she's like i literally just looked in there i took everything out and put it all back in and it was not there and i said well it was right there and so like situations like that have happened to her where it, it, and it's not like it's it's tucked away somewhere. It's like right in the open, right yes. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I used to have that that happen in my old house, uh, in my workshop. I'd be working on something, and I'd, I'd put a po- tool down on the table in front of me, but I wouldn't move my feet at all. All I'd do is is you know turn, you know twist and grab something behind me, come back and the tool's gone, mm. and I spend the next fifteen minutes looking for it. I'm like I I didn't go anywhere. All I did was twist at the waist my feet never moved it's yeah. gone i'd find it on the, the the tool bench on the other side of the workshop hmm. i i would have to have thrown it yeah yeah That's but it seems like in my circumstances it doesn't reappear right. yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah. at least i got they just back, take it except for my yeah. screwdriver and i want my money back oh, my yeah oh my favorite screwdriver <laughs> and i want my car keys yeah. yeah but yeah that's that's one of the comical things in this house that happens is from time to time stuff would just go poof. And so onto the Timmy experience, because this is like the best one. It is. Um, when my son was about three-ish, it was around this time of year. I can't remember if it was before Christmas or after Christmas, but we had the Christmas tree up. And my son was like me. He grew he he's a lonely child all by himself, me and him during the day. Excuse me. And I was upstairs cleaning my bedroom and I had the door shut and he was such a good little kid. He was okay by himself. And I used to tell him if you need me, just come up and knock. And so I'm vacuuming. I hear his little taps. I turn up the vacuum. I'm like, well, honey, he's like, can you come down here? I'm like, well, why? He's like, there's just a little boy sitting on the kitchen table and he won't get down. Can you come down and tell him to come get off the table that we don't do that? And I'm like, I'm not going to freak out. This is kind of where I was saying, like, yeah. you know, I'm trying not to provoke fear in him. Yeah. Because honestly, my first thought was ghosts, but yeah. um, I wasn't going to tell him that. And I'm like, well, what does he look like? And he's like, he looks like a train conductor. He's all dirty and he has overalls on and he has a hat with a light on it. Mm, mining. Mining. Because yeah. I live in the, and we had a, a mining accident where kids died. I don't yeah. know where oh, in the in the in the town it happened, but it it happened. There was like kids, I think as young as nine, maybe, died in the mine. And so I'm like, okay, it might have even been Avondale, but I don't think so. I don't. I don't, think it was I don't know if it was the other one. I, I can't remember where it was. Um, but um, I'm like, okay, I didn't say anything, and 
I'm, I, and I'm thinking he's three. He doesn't have any kids his age to play with. He's probably like, he's like me. He's very imaginative. Maybe he's creating his first imaginary friend. Maybe he, this is him. Playing with he didn't children. seem afraid though. He seemed perfectly like calm. Just like, you know, come tell this kid to go. Matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm like, did he tell you his name? He's like, his name's Timmy. I'm like, okay. I walked down and I'm really expecting to see a kid sitting on my table, but I didn't. And I said, where is he at? He's like, right there. He's sitting crisscross applesauce on my on the table. I'm like, okay. I'm like, and I kind of regret saying this now, but I said, you know, Timmy, you have to get off the table. We don't do that. But if you want to play with Q, then you're, oh, no. you're well. And I regret saying that. I regret <laughs> inviting it in. But yeah, I was playing along mm-hmm. because my kid just wanted, you know, he seemed happy. He seemed excited. Yeah. Like he has a friend. Yeah. And it just built off of that. Like, Timmy this, Timmy that. They sit in the room and he'd be like, so you want to play toys, Timmy? You want to draw? Um, if we had to leave, all right, well, Timmy, we'll be back. And this went on for weeks, but it started gradually getting more sinister to where um, he would start kind of latching on to me. Now, mind you, he was a kid that could be very independent. He could be by himself. He wouldn't leave my side. And he was very, um, this is a kid that like, he wouldn't even see, say the word killed. He would say dyed it because Yo. killed in his word was yeah. a bad word. The kid would never like, he was such a sweetheart. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he still is, by the way. But um, dieted. <laughs> and I remember um, what, we had a lamp, something, I think the lamp fell over and it broke. And he was telling me that Timmy did it and that Timmy, he didn't want to tell me, but he's like, Timmy, Timmy likes it when you and dad fight. When you fight, that makes Timmy happy. So Timmy wants me to do these bad things. He wants me to break stuff or cause problems. You know, it's so much in that sense, in that yeah, way, yeah. those words, um, because Timmy likes that. And, you know, at the time, me and my, my husband, we were we fought a lot. I, I hate to say, but we did. We were always at, always butting heads, always fighting, always angry. There's always that that disconnect there. And I know my son witnessed a lot of it. I know he felt that. But I also knew that wasn't him. He wasn't the type that wants to cause problems. And for him to come to me and to his father and say, you know, Timmy wants me to do this, but I know this is a bad thing to do. And it started getting to the point where he was becoming terrified. He was scared. He was scared. He didn't want to be alone in the room. He didn't, he's like, I, I, I want Timmy to go away. I want Timmy to go away. And, you know, me, me and my husband, we, we at least unified on that where we told him, we're like, you have the power to make him go away. And if he's bothering you, we, we used to sit there together and say, Timmy, go away. Go away. You're not welcome here no more. You, you can't harm us. You can't do anything. You have no power here. And over a course of another few weeks, that eventually faded away. The whole Timmy thing just stopped. And the next time it got brought up was um, a few years later. Um, my sister-in-law was, had a baby boy, and she named him Timothy. Oh, God. And me and my son were walking to the <laughs> hospital to go visit him. And I'm like, oh, she had Timmy today. He looked at me. He's like, are you serious? And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, not that Timmy. No, no, yeah. no. But the kicker is shortly afterwards, I had my daughter. And a few years later, I was working at the nursing home. And I used to call up during lunchtime. My, my husband at the time was home. Um, he was watching her. And he's like, thank God you called when you did. I was about to call you. I'm like, why? What's wrong? He's like, sit here in the living room watching TV. And I hear Izzy in the kitchen screaming. 
my daughter was a spitfire. She was a demon child. She, you, she, I was afraid of her. She was, she was like, you don't cross her. And at that time, at her age, the tantrums would last all day long. So we didn't cross her. We didn't aggravate her. And he's like, she's in there yelling and shouting. And he's like, and by the time I'm getting ready to get up and check, she's stomping in here. And she's like, daddy, get in here and tell that boy to get off the table. Oh, God. And he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, there's a boy sitting, sitting crisscross on the table. And I'm telling him to get down. He won't listen to me. Oh and he does what I did. And he's like, well, what does he look like? And she's like, he has overalls. He looks like they, they always said train conductor. Cause I guess mm-hmm. they kind of associate like, remember Thomas tank engine? Oh yeah. yeah. He had the top, the, 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 the overalls. They, they used to yeah. wash the overalls, yeah. the hat. He had overalls. He's dirty. He has a hat with a light on. And, and he's oh like, does he tell you his name? Timmy. Fucking and, Timmy, man. <laughs> and immediately, you know, when he told me, I'm thinking, oh, oh, Q, you, he, you're tormenting your sister. Because yeah. he, he used to torment. Yeah. I'm like, you're, you're telling her this stuff. But he, my, my husband was telling Izzy at the time. He's like, tell him to go away. Timmy is bad. He's not allowed here. And she was like, you're not allowed to be here. Get out of here. Get out of my house. And she went on for a week. It didn't last as long with her. But she was like, you are not no. allowed here. Go away. I don't want to oh, see you. Gosh. Um, that's awesome and, and when we confronted Q he's like up until that he's like I forgot about Timmy he's like really yeah. I didn't even think about it he's like I wouldn't say that to her but even to this day they have memories of that they wow. remember seeing him they remember seeing him I never seen him my brother never seen him but now that we're talking about when I'm like my imaginary dead kids yeah I don't recall a Timmy or a yeah. kid with a hat but maybe he might have been a court yeah <laughs> oh that's i like that and i don't (laughs) i like it hearing the story i don't know if i'd want to (laughs) it to happen to me i kind of just i I don't know if you guys noticed i went back in my chair while you were talking about timmy just because my imagination just started like going nuts as like when you were just talking like i was just imagining everything and then just imagining all the worst possible things and that's what you do that's what your brain does it was not fun that's his thing we always we always joke that like if we like other t-shirts like his quote would be imagine because <laughs> he always starts imagine if and then it's just like 10 times worse than what actually happened I'm like, why do you do that but like like yeah. i said like i we thought about it and we've used to even speculate back then what timmy could be yeah uh, i i personally don't believe it was a spirit of a child i don't yeah i think mm-hmm. it was the darkness whatever it is manifesting because children are more vulnerable and yeah. more welcoming and what better way to get to me than through my children through child mm-hmm. yeah and for my son to say it likes when you guys yeah. fight it likes to cause chaos and it's t- telling him hey if you if you knock that drink over mom's gonna be mad you know she yeah. does not like that and then she's gonna take it out on dad and then it's gonna be a fight and then i feed in the house we're mm-hmm. feeding it yeah and i feel that that's what it is um and over times so i um the kids and i kind of had similar experiences where like i've had these vivid dreams i have a porch right here and the porch my son porch where i would see this demon Imagine like pure black, this pure black entity, long fingernails and like maybe horns, but I can't really say, but it was the darkness. 
and the whole room was dark. And it, it kind of reminded me like a mob, a mob boss, you know, just sitting on my couch or whatever I had out there. And my daughter experienced the same thing. And down here, she heard scratching and clawing. They feel it too. They feel the darkness from time to time. And we experience the same stuff. Have you ever had like a a psychic or medium or anything like that come into the house and kind of do a walkthrough and see what they pick up? Like without giving them any sort of feedback or you know what happened? After the Timmy experience, maybe um I'm trying to think. I think it was after Izzy. I can't remember when we had a paranormal team come in. Um, they didn't ca- they didn't find anything. They didn't really do an investigation, but they, they didn't catch anything. I never really had anyone with psychic abilities to come in. Um, and then I kind of, in some way, I kind of a little apprehensive of that. You I know, don't really. With, with with everything we're doing now with Get Haunted. But we should. We could probably get one in here. If you do, I want to know about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, those are the things like, I mean, uh, I, we probably have like so many more. I'm, I just, I have so much stuff. I mean, the, the kid saw a dark, well, Izzy saw a hat man with my mom on her side come into yeah. the house. Very similar experience to how when I was 15, hearing the door open and someone walking That's upstairs, right. they were in her kitchen. They saw the door open. They saw a man come in and the, the description of the hat man, black, head to toe, hat, trench coat. And it walked upstairs and then a few minutes later walked downstairs and walked out of the house. Um, That's. I've seen dead animals, my, my dead pets. I remember oh. there was one time when um, we had no animals at the time. We always had animals, but this one period of time we had no animals. And I walk into the bathroom and it was dark and I trip and I look down and I see a cat curled on the, on the, on the bath mat. It was a cat. It was a, I, obviously it was a cat and I'm like son of a bitch and my husband's like what I'm like I tripped over the damn cat and as I'm saying the cat I'm like <laughs> I start laughing I'm like we don't have a cat oh my god and oh, I look down and it's gone oh. I'm dressing my son in his room and we see the cat run run through um but it was my, like a normal cat right not like normal pet cat. cemetery cat pet cemetery no, cat. normal cats normal okay. cats and from what I understand when the house had a fire before my mom moved in the people that were renting off this side, the only casualties were cats. They had like, they were hoarders, so they had a bunch of cats die. I think one of my my favorite stories I've heard about this house is uh, her ex husband was down in the basement, and he saw a white cat, and they didn't have a white cat at the time, so he figured it was a stray that got in, and uh, it, it goes over to the back room, which connects to two sides of the basement, goes into her mother's side of the basement, so he's following the cat through. The cat jumps up on the table, goes into a box, it kind of curls up and lays down. And so he reaches out to pet the cat. And as his hand gets to the cat, the cat disappeared. Oh, I thought you were going to say there was like cat bones or something. And the funny thing is my cat Delilah, the one that was there, that was part, you know, that was in my room was white. She was Mm -hmm. my my baby. So, and he, he used to see her a lot. And I think Izzy saw her too a few times. Um. I remember the dogs, uh, when we put down my pet Scott, my, my Scotty dog, he used to like staying in the basement. He would come upstairs, but he liked being in the basement. He had a favorite stair. Um, I remember, um, the day after we had to put him down, I walked down the basement. I tripped over him. I didn't see him, but I tripped over him and that was on his stair. 
Um, so animals. That's the kind of haunting I want, though. I'd be down for that. Oh, yeah. And when Mike was here, that's my ex-husband, he had the attic. We said their attic had weird stuff happening. Um, he was up in the attic and he saw this ball of light darting through. There was like two different, I think how he said there's two different balls of light. Yeah, I think so. One was black and one was one white. One was black, one was white, and oh, they were wow. like darting through. And I think he, like, he described that the, the black one kept coming towards him and the white one would like come and, and intersect it. Yeah, like like there's like a fight of the war going like on. A battle. Yeah. Sounds yeah. awesome. And I remember, I mean, but- yeah, when he used to go to work. Now he used to have like a, like a mock workout thing up there and he had like a punching bag like the tall one the one that you had to fill with sand or water Mm. and i remember waking up and i we were our room was currently what my son's room was so it was like directly over the attic and i hear boom 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 i'm like oh i doing this like or this early in the morning and then i get a phone call from him saying oh yeah just let you know i'm at work i went in early i'm like well who's upstairs punching the bag oh my god no but yeah no, it, it's funny because um, and it was your old apartment, right? Where we saw that that or where I saw that light. Minor? Oh, yeah, Michelle. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. saw the light. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I freaked out because I saw <clears throat> like an orb or something. You were in the closet. Was it this closet or was it that closet? Oh no, it was, yeah, I was in the old the, the apartment <clears throat> before this where you saw so, it, like come down from yeah. Here or something. yeah. So it was interesting because we were. I think we had just talked about orbs earlier and um michelle and this was before zencaster did video recording so we don't have this on video and we used to do like um you know facetime yeah talk to each other that way and uh but we didn't record our our, like our screens or anything like that but she's she's sitting there and i don't even remember what we were talking about at the time but then all of a sudden i just see this little like pin pinpoint like ball of light come down and like go behind her and go hmm. into some coats and i start freak out. well yeah I, I started freaking out a little bit i was like holy crap i just and then i'm trying to describe it to her and she's like she starts freaking out because she's like no 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 and this <laughs> and that and i said yeah dude i swear it was just behind it, it just went into those coats and then literally when i was like halfway through saying that or about to finish saying that it comes out directly from when i said and like went towards the, the camera, camera like above the camera wow. yeah and it and floated above the camera and the thing is behind that was the door like the door exiting out. the closet mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, so she, like that happened and i freaked out and i was like and so yeah and then she freaked out a little bit and but we didn't have it like we just had the audio of us like freaking out <laughs> what, what, when you said you saw a pinpoint of light um i've seen that here mm-hmm Mm. Um, talking about the night we investigated with yeah so yeah my ex-husband came in and we investigated with him yeah so so you know we we told you you know we went up in the attic and and all that and and um well the next night he he wanted to keep investigating because he doesn't get to do it all that often so tanya had work so i came down so it was me him and her son and we decided to go next door to her mother's side down into the basement and do the estes method he and he mike went under and it's it's completely dark, um, so me and and Q are are asking questions and we're we're getting responses and and um, then uh, I'll, like the atmosphere kind of shifted a little bit and Mike goes, "I'm here now, ha ha ha!" What? Uh, freaky as shit, right? 
Yeah. So, so I, I immediately think, okay, this is the thing that I just, I kicked out of Q's mm. room. That was that was my immediate thought. So we're we're asking questions, and we're not getting a whole lot of answers. And what we do is is kind of incoherent. Um, and then about a foot above, we had a K two sitting on a box, and about a foot above it, all of a sudden there's this bright white pinpoint of light. And, and I'm like, oh my God, what the hell is that? It, it shouldn't be anything. So I'm, I'm asking Q if he saw it. He didn't see it. He was looking away. And so I'm describing what I saw to him. And he goes, that was me. No, and like, no. I'm like, that was you. And next thing out of his mouth is, watch your neck, Bill. Oh, and then, God. And then, Mike, then Mike grabs the headphones, throws them off his head. And he goes, I can't do this anymore. And he runs upstairs. So oh, we, wow. we run up after Did him. Did the K2 go off? Did the K2 go off? I don't remember if the K2 went off. I'm, I'll be right back. Yeah. So so we run up the steps after him to see if he's okay. And he's up there. His eyes are watering. He, he's tearing up. He's hyperventilating. And he's, I'm like, what the hell happened? He goes, I don't know what that was, but it was dark. It was evil. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't listen to it anymore. He goes, the, the voice was different, you know. All the other voices I heard, I heard it through the static. This was over the static. Like everything else got oh, quiet. No. And this was the voice coming through. And he yeah. goes, he goes, whatever it is, hate you, Bill. He goes, what? He goes, I knew where you were standing. I was walking around the basement as we were doing this. He goes, I knew where you were at every point. As soon as this thing came through, it, it was targeting you and it was letting me know where you were. He goes, Ugh. I could practically see you. Now it's pitch black. Yeah, and he's got a blindfold on, and he goes, "I, I just, I couldn't do that." He anymore. was sitting on the stairs, wasn't he? He was sitting on the stairs. Yeah. So you really mm -hmm. can't see part of the basement if you're sitting on the stairs. You really can't. You can only see like what's in front of you and like a little bit off to the side. So you can't really see everything else. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so. it, it was it was kind of freaky, and he's like, he's just like, I, I I love doing this. This is really fun, but after that, I'm done for tonight. Like, yeah. I, I don't blame you, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, and that investigation, I mean, we got weird stuff. How we concluded it was that things were trying to come through, but they were being stopped and something was intercepting. Mm. It, and we've gotten the same thing. Like we brought my haunted doll here mm -hmm. and we started getting stuff and all of a sudden it just went quiet. And the oh. only answer we got afterwards was, is something stopping you? Yes. Yes. With, oh, with, with these dolls here behind well, us, we, got, we had the same thing happen. A couple, and a couple times we were talking to these dolls, all of a sudden it just goes quiet. Yeah, like I get, like we get, like start, like the K2 will go off or the cat ball will go off. And you're like, oh, great. Now it's perking up. And you can feel there's something there. You can feel that essence. Mm -hmm. And just like that, it dissipates. It's gone. It's like something chases it away. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm really intrigued to have Michelle listen back to this episode um, because that entire static. time <laughs> you were talking about all of that, there was static, and and I'm I'm not saying I'm hoping it's on your side, but I kind of am just because <laughs> if it is, I'm attributing it to it to that. I mean, unless like the phones are like on vibrator or not or something like no, that. Or yeah, her, her, phone's yeah. her phone's off. My phone's off. Mine's uh, silent. And it's I want to add, yeah. I want to add that. That night, that investigation, that night, Bill and I saw what we believe is our first UFO. I totally forgot about that. How do you know. forget about I don't that? Know. How do you forget about that, Bill? I don't know. <laughs> so, so we're driving home. That? It was past midnight. We're driving home back to his house. And we pass uh, 
we pass this one area and from my side, my passenger side, you see this big green ball of light dart through we, down. We were talking extensively about everything that happened that night. And all of a sudden the truck just goes silent. <laughs> and yeah. I just like, did you see that? She's like, I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah. A big green fireball. Yeah. Oh my god! And then we just completely lost our shit. Yeah, and then we, we found out like it. You know, we it wasn't a plane because the lights were no, the we, light would have been on the wrong side. Yeah, we were up till what like three, four in the morning trying to figure out what it was. Oh my gosh! There was uh, a meteor shower, but it was not in the same right, hemisphere. There, there was right? there was green fireball meteors reported that night at that time. However, they were seen in upstate New York, heading the opposite direction of what we saw. Mm. Um. And so really interesting about that, that was the night before we changed the clocks back in March. Hmm. So fast forward to November, the night before we changed the clocks again, I'm driving on the same stretch of road and I saw a green fireball meteor. This this time I, I'm, I know it was a meteor, but I saw it and I completely like I almost had to pull over. I, I was completely losing my shit. I called her up freaking out like, oh my God, I just saw it again. And it wasn't until later that night that I realized, okay, you know, tonight is the night before we change the clocks. I wonder when it was when we saw it. We would go back to March and it's like the night before we changed the clocks. That alone is just yeah. freaky, the timing. Mm-hmm. What are the chances? Same stretch of road, same green fireball the night before we changed the clocks. Did it go the opposite direction this time? Because that would nope, be even nope, creepier. Same direction. Like same if it, direction. Okay. Damn it. But, but come <laughs> March, creepy. the night before we changed the clocks, <laughs> I told go. her, I'm just going to spend the night driving up and down that road. <laughs> yeah. With Dude. a dash cam. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't like any of that. I love it, actually. No, I, yeah. I, he, he told us about, uh, I guess, when you guys were doing the Estes message, it, Estes method, sorry, in the cemetery, Tanya, and then oh, you yeah. saw the great. I was just like, that I love it freaked, and I hate it. <laughs> that freaked me out. I I start crying after that. Like, yeah, she took we the were doing, yeah, we're doing the crying. Estes method where they were um, focusing on the the group of graves that was in front of me, and I, I don't know, have either one of you ever done done it before? No. Okay, no. so it's noise canceling headphones. You really are isolated, but depending on where you're at, you can hear people talk. Like so, I sometimes I know, like okay, um, I hear a man's voice, but I can't sit hear what he's saying. I can just tell. I can hear the mumble, you know. Mm. And mind you, it's a busy stretch of road. You have so there's a lot of stuff going on, and we're I I was hearing what I normally would hear under it, and. All of a sudden, something shifted. And I can hear Bill and our friend Rachel still talking. And they must have still been asking questions and stuff. But it was like, that's forgotten. That's that's past. And then I opened my eyes underneath the blindfold. And that's something that I've never done before. I've opened my eyes in the blindfold. And you have that darkness. And then out of that darkness, I saw a being come up to my face. Mm. and it's like it stepped from the darkness so it was a, a darker shade of dark so yeah you have the black and then black and then as it came close the eyes were black and i'm ignoring everything everything that's coming through just i'm focusing on this being and i remember saying something like you know what are you 
or, you know, it, it said, we are watching you. We are the advocates. And the only thing, and I, I, I don't, I don't think I was even talking at that point. I forget. And no, then yeah, I, was were, saying, you, you I was saying, I was saying what they were saying to me, but in my head, I kept on saying to it. And for some reason, I don't know why this popped up. But I kept on saying, show me the coordinates, show me the coordinates. I don't know why I associated coordinates to this yeah. being, but I figured if it flashed me a number, I can remember that number. I'll say it and then tell Bill afterwards it's coordinates we need to find this place but it flashed me a lake and it the what it looked like was like coming up over the crest of a hill maybe because there was some greenery like as you come over and then you see the whole body of a lake and in my peripherals you could see some land but there was no islands or anything on this lake and just like that it was gone just mm. like that and i took i took off the headphones and i'm bawling my eyes out i'm i'm sh- i'm really shaken because I never had that experience before. I never actually seen it. And I'm, I'm like, it felt like whatever it was was face to face. Like it came face to face. It came out of a void, like a dark void. And I'm like, what's the advocates? What I never heard yeah. that terminology. Ever. We still haven't been able to find I, that yeah. terminology used mm-hmm. in association with aliens. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if you saw my face when she yeah, was yeah, I saw yeah, you yeah, covering yeah. your mouth. So I was uh, going to ask I, you about that. Uh, uh, so you, you said that the alien you saw was different shades of black. Yeah. If I drew it out it, for you in, in the, uh, your episode 23 with Craig, he describes the exact same alien. Oh my God. <laughs> Cause I was listening to it a second time this morning yeah. before I emailed mm-hmm. him and yeah, What's up? That, that, I, I didn't make that connection until she said it again. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. So even more so, I want to be a fly on that fucking wall when you, <sighs> you yeah. talk. So I so let's I let's let's go to something a little bit happier. Okay. I, this, I just want this, to say really quick. Sure. I, I love how like all these realizations are coming. Like y- y'all this are like to us all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like ever, ever since we've gotten together, we've gotten these little synchronicities of little things that are completely unrelated start mm-hmm. stitching themselves together, and it's yeah. kind of forced us into this paranormal world and has been pushing us forward. Mm-hmm. It, it's awesome. it's, it's awesome. insane. Yeah, but well, uh, so yes, let's, something yeah, happy. Uh, yeah, a little, also, uh, I think Carlos has made dinner because I can smell it. So <laughs> I probably need to go soon. <laughs> All right. Well, this is quick. Um, we were uh, the, the same night with the advocates. Uh, since we were investigating cemetery, there's this game we like to play. We will take a piece of paper, write a, a word on it, and and what what we let the word kind of come to us, whatever where the spirits in the area choose we'll write it down and then we'll be drawn to a um oh the cat likes to hunt oh, the golf. god yeah so er, real quick, since every there. time we for some reason the dolls attract the cats i bring them out my cats will come out of nowhere and start playing and jumping oh around <laughs> just gonna curl up right next to those dolls yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god so so we take that piece of paper, we get we get drawn to a, a grave, and we'll hide that piece of paper near the gravestone. And then we'll ask that whoever that is on that gravestone's uh, owner, if throughout the night, if you could come to our friends and tell them your name, your age, when you died, when you were born, or the word on the piece of paper. Now, only we know what's on that paper. Only we know what grave. 
And then, cause we will go like half hour early or something and do this. Then our, our, the rest of our crew shows up and throughout the night, you know, we, we try to get this information. Well, this night we picked the grave of a young girl who was about five years old. Uh, we wrote the word on a piece of paper, hid it at her grave and asked her, Hey, feel free to come with us tonight. Walk around with us, investigate with us, talk to us. And when we ask you questions like what's on this, what, what your name is or what's on this piece of paper, tell us. So as we're investigating, um, <clears throat> going back and listening to the audio again, I, I think that the child we were talking to at that gravesite during the SS method was her. Oh yeah. Remember? Cause I, I heard that EVP. Yeah. I never come, hear the EVPs. Come, yeah. We got EVPs oh. like come find me. Come find me. Uh, oh. She, she said, come find me out loud while under the SS method. Um, I think she was the one who named our rabbit, Mr. Mooney. Um, But throughout the night, we got her name. We got her age. We got the word potato, which is the word that we wrote down in the paper. So it it was all, it was amazing. I I felt like she was with us the whole night. We kept getting stuff all night. It was awesome. So end of the night, we're done with the investigation. We don't want to leave that piece of paper there. So we're like, all right, well, let's go back to the grave, grab the piece of paper because we don't litter, especially in cemeteries. Yeah. So we're walking back. We're walking back with one of our friends that was investigating with us. And the guy who runs the cemetery, he, he walked back with us. And he's as he's telling us the history of the family of the gravestones around where this little girl was, um, and we, we pick up the paper uh, earlier in the night. Tanya had taken some flowers and made a flower crown. She took it off her head and placed it on the gravestone and thanked her for helping us. All of a sudden, I had a flash of a little girl, little blonde girl in a pink dress picking up the flower crown, putting it on her head with just the biggest shitting grin on her face. She was just so happy Aww. to have that. And I, I, I don't claim to be a psychic at all, but every once in a while, I get these little flashes of stuff and that hit me and it it hit me right in the feels i <laughs> i i turned my head like my I'm, my eyes are watering i'm getting ready to like completely start bawling and i'm like I, I have to walk away i gotta go and i start walking away she comes after me are you okay are you okay and so i, I told her what i saw and and um since then we've we've gone back and placed flowers and cleaned up her grave a few times to, as thank, thanking her for for helping us out that night and I think all of us humans are a little psychic and some are just more yeah. attuned to it or can work towards and, and opening doing that things, up again. And doing things like paranormal investigating mm-hmm. will yeah. open up. I've, I've noticed For a sure. huge difference between when we started Empty Casket through now. It's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Ugh. what I said earlier. That's why I'm talking to the dolls so much. Yeah. I try to, I'm trying to reopen myself because I closed myself off. I mean, like I told you I was empty. Yeah. Um. So I was totally against it all, and then I'm trying to come back, and these are things I love to do, and now I kind of feel there's a wall, this barrier, and that was my phone. I'm sorry, and okay. uh, that's why doing something just by myself. I come home, I put the dolls there, and I sit there and talk, or I do an EVP session, or I put the cat ball on, and yeah. I try doing all these little experiments because I'm trying to reopening myself. I tell the house, I'm like, I'm open now. I'm willing to talk. Um, come on, let's have at this. Well, and I, I assume you guys obviously record all these. Do you do you plan on like 
doing anything with it, like a YouTube kind of thing, or we we have a YouTube channel. Um, okay. all, for the vast majority of our investigations, uh, we have all of the raw audio and video up on YouTube. Anyone can go listen to it, and then anything that we find, we end up making like a, a shorter video of just like the highlights. Mm. Um, now there there are some places where either uh, the the owner doesn't want the stuff up because we always get permission before we post it. Sometimes the owner doesn't want the stuff up posted. All right, that's fine. We won't post it. Um, some things like the stuff that we do in her house, we don't always uh, post all that because we're doing it all the time. You know we. So, but if we get really good stuff, then, you know, I, I actually have a little collection of some stuff that we've caught here that we haven't posted yet, but once we have enough of it, I'm going to post like a big video of here's all the stuff that we've captured at this house this year. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, it might be a good idea to do that like after Christmas, before Christmas yeah. and New Year's and post it as 2021. Here's all the <laughs> stuff we caught here. Maybe I'll do that. Wow. I'm going to do that. Yes. I do that. <laughs> Other than the YouTube that you just promoted, is there anything else that you guys have Sure. Uh, so the YouTube is Empty Casket Paranormal. Uh, we have our uh, website, EmptyCasketParanormal.com. Uh, you could catch us on Facebook or Instagram, uh, both of which is Empty Casket Paranormal. Uh, and then I make and sell equipment, ghost hunting equipment. That's on the Empty Casket Equipment page on Etsy. Uh, and then uh, if you listen to any of the other podcasts that I've been on for you guys, you, you know all about <laughs> Get Haunted. Uh, so there's gethaunted.com. It's, it's our paranormal network where everyone can kind of get together and, and work together and, and build a better paranormal uh, environment and community. Uh, and then on Facebook, it's you can look for Get Haunted. Uh, that's our public page. And then uh, the Get Haunted Network group page is the private page. That's where all the fun stuff is. Um, we let e- everyone in. So just ask to join and we'll let you in and yeah. you know we have a lot of announcements that'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks of a lot of fun stuff we have planned for next year sweet well, so just real quick tanya mm-hmm. ouija boards oh yeah love them <laughs> okay there you I'm go i'm totally for them would you use them? i was the one that got him yes okay yes. there you go <laughs> it's no yes. different than than doing the ss method it's no different than praying it's it's you're as long as you have good intentions you know you are inviting you know yes. things in so i agree people have totally misconceptions about them i try to re-educate um no i got him because of <laughs> me got, he now has collection. like you've seen you've seen my yes seen, yeah. yeah a portion of <laughs> my great. collection i yeah. have I actually gave him i'm trying to find my grandmother's i can't I, find it for i don't know i don't know if you noticed during, when rob and i were on but the the pink one the pink that was one over is my mine. shoulder well it's oh. my it's <laughs> yeah Oh. That was her daughter. <laughs> Love uh, it. I played with my grandfather's one time, and uh, yeah, I all about I your intentions. Doing. It's all about exactly. you know. Yeah, and I was and like closing six, it out and closing it out and yes. doing things right. I agree. Well, Tanya, thank it's you so much for being on. So, Bill, so appreciate. Yes, Bill too. Bill too. Um, <laughs> and I know that regular. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you're gonna. Period. It's gonna happen. You will be on again at some point for sure. But uh, yeah, I know you have to go, Tanya, and mm-hmm. I'm sure I do too. So it was well, a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> All right, guys. So that was part two of Tanya featuring Bill. Uh, Timmy, man, uh, that was like one of the things that stuck out to me the most is uber creepy. Boy, yeah. Sure. Uh, for for me, I think it was the um, 
the Lake Erie incident with the mm. the aliens. That well, I mean, but you know how I feel about aliens. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty crazy too. Yeah, I loved it. She she had some really great stories, and I feel like just like with a lot of our guests, it's like we just barely scratched the surface. Um, but I do love that she had everything like listed in chronological order, and we could just like go through the stories. It was great. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we we're. we're like we've said before we probably have her back on and i'm pretty sure she can give us a whole bunch of other stories another two hours worth so if you guys want to find us you know you can find us at webelievedyou.com if you want to get on our social social medias there is a link there where you can find all our social medias facebook instagram all that good stuff uh we do also have a link where you can listen to the the podcast either on the player there or you can choose to listen on spotify or Apple Podcasts and on Apple Podcasts you can give us a five star and review. Give us a review as well. We'll read the review on the podcast if you do put one on there. Uh, the five stars does help us get noticed more on Apple Podcast. If you want to donate, there is a donate button as well, and you can also buy our merch off of the website. If you want to contact us, there's a contact button there where you can send in your stories. You can let us know that you want to be interviewed. The interviews can be anonymous. We won't mention your name. We won't mention any personal information about you unless you share it. Uh, but definitely go check out the website. Click on the link. Contact us. Share your stories with us, guys, because we believe. Do you? Do you?